What up, what up, what up, Ortandians? It's your girl, Ortandia, and you are tuning in to your favorite hot <laughs> your favorite house cast, your favorite podcast, House of Ortandia. What's going on, y'all? I know it's been like, it's been a month from Sunday since we last talked, sis. Since we last talked, homeboy. What's up? What y'all been up to? What y'all been doing? How's your family? How's your loved ones, man? How's your significant other? How are your kids? How's your job? How's your finances? How are you? How how are you doing, boo? Yo, what's been going on with me this last month, man? What have I been listening to, reading, watching, participating in? Like, what's been going on? Okay, let's check it out. Let's, 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 let's talk about it. Well, first things first, you know, last week was the Amber Geiger case. You know, we talked about that last year. When ex-police officer of Dallas, Texas, Amber Geiger, rolled her little butt up in John Botham's home, I mean Botham John's home, and murdered him, um, claiming that she mistaken she had mistaken it for her own home. So okay, you know she got her uh, sentence was she got ten years. She'll be eligible for parole in five. Um, I just read an article where some of the jurors were talking. They did like a live interview. Of course, their faces were covered, but I read the transcript from that that um, interview, and they were some of the jurors were saying we just couldn't give her um, 28 years because some of the um, sentencing, what they were the, the attorneys were the prosecuting attorneys were asking them to do is give uh, 28 years and, and et cetera, et cetera. And so some of the jurors were saying in that article that they just could not give her 28 years. That seemed too harsh a sentence. One of the jurors said, it, you know, based on all the testimony about what Mr. Jean was like, they felt like, oh, he would have forgiven her. He he would not have wanted us to give her, you know, 20 something years. I said, <laughs> y'all need to keep that same energy. Keep that same energy when it's the reverse and it's a black person or a brown person on the other end of y'all handing out a sentence. Like, how are you going to say that that was too harsh a sentence? That 20-something years was too harsh? When this man is gone, his life is over. He, his family can't touch him, can't talk to him. They're Christians, so they will see him again. But right now, while they're on this side, they cannot see him, talk to him, call him, celebrate his birthday, celebrate Christmas with him, celebrate upcoming Thanksgiving with him. They cannot do that. So for the jurors to get on this this um, news station and to say that, I just want to slap every last one of them. Because you don't, because it's like, <sighs> anyway. And so I know you guys heard about, you know, all the the hoopla and, and, and boopla about the younger brother, you know, forgiving her and then and giving her a hug and then the judge coming off the bench, giving her a hug, giving her a Bible. When I first saw that, that pissed me off because I'm like, did the judge also hug the mama and the daddy and the sisters and the brothers? Did she hug other criminals that came in her um, courtroom? Black men that that she sentenced to 
numbers of years did she ever give them any hugs but then I had to think about it like which uh, the answer is probably no but I had to think of it from this perspective um her and I share share our faith she's she's a Christian I'm a Christian so we share the same faith right um and so does the the Jean family they're they're Christians as well so we all share we all share the same faith so I do understand forgiveness and I don't want to um, attack them for forgiving because that's not who am I to attack somebody for forgiving somebody from a from a horrible murder murder of their family member but um, there's no but no but you know they have a right to to forgive as they choose to forgive um, the judge had a right um, to, to do what she felt like the Lord was telling her to do she felt like the Lord was telling her to tell this young lady listen you need to and she told her you need to live your life by John 3.16, which is, you know, absolutely true. So I find no fault in that. Um, I just, the justice side of me is like, just keep that same energy across the board, ma'am. When you, when a black woman and a black man is facing you in your courtroom and they've done something violent like Amber Geiger did, I need you to keep that, come off your bench Hand them a Bible, give them a hug. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm telling them. Tell them John 3.16. To tell them the message of the gospel. All that good stuff. Tell them God will forgive you if you ask for forgiveness. All that she told Amber Geiger. I need her to keep that same energy when black men and women are standing in her courtroom. Getting ready to get 20, 30, 40, 3 life sentences, execution, whatever she's about to hand out. I need her to keep that same energy with them. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, you know, what it felt like to me um, was Amber Geiger got her butt up there, dyed her hair blonde, trying to look like the girl next door, trying to say, look, I'm innocent. I'm gentle. Um, I couldn't possibly have had any hate in my heart. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm Becky next door, you know, which was... And her attorneys told her to do that, and they should have told her to do that. You know, she would have came in there with that dark black hair. You know, the jury would have saw her as the violent murderer and killer that she is. But because she dyed her hair blonde, got up there crying, those, you know, those, when those white women cry, those tears, honey, the world stops. And people just can't stand to see white women cry. Um, <laughs> they just, I don't know what it is about white women and crying. That people just, I don't know. Honey, I don't have a problem. You can cry to your heart's content. If you did something wrong, I'm going to be like, cry on, but you're going to get this justice, boo. Um, but, yeah, they just look very... And then, you know, they pulled out her racist text. She's a confirmed racist, you know. Um, apparently, I don't know what the jurors were hearing when they heard that. Like, I, I don't know how they exchanged her racist self with oh he would have forgiven her he wouldn't want her to to serve that long in prison I don't I, I don't know how that black body was exchanged like that but you know it is what it is and that's what we are um speaking of jury duty honey I was on jury duty this past these last 30 days I mean not for the whole 30 days but I had a trial where um you know a young man was um he was um what was the trial? I don't forgot the trial. <laughs> um, it, long story short, he was found innocent, 
unanimous vote, he went home. Uh, oh, I think it was about, um, he was a convicted felon, and he had a, um, he was found with having a, near a gun or possession of a gun. You know, as a convicted felon, you can't have any weapons, be near weapons, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so, yeah. So that was interesting. It was only two days. I was hoping it was going to be like, I was going to get on a real trial and be like, away for like six months. That's what I was hoping for. But I didn't. Eh. And with my job, I couldn't keep a check, which it wasn't that much anyway. So I had to turn my check into my job, which was like, ugh. But anyway, I, got, I was off work for two days, so which I loved. So that happened over these last 30 days since you and I have been apart. What else is going on? Um, oh, another thing about this Amber Geiger trial. One of the young men, one of um, both of Jean's neighbors who testified on his behalf saying, yeah, you know, I, I witnessed, he was a witness to the, the, his mur- to the murder. Um, he lived like a few doors down at the end of the hall or something like that. He heard the exchange between Geiger and both of them. And, um, he testified on, on, like I said, he testified and he was shot down. He was murdered two days ago, either to death, not, not either Saturday or Friday. He was murdered. He was shot multiple times in the same apartment complex where he and both of Jane lived. There are no suspects. They don't know what supposedly they don't know what's going on. Um, it's, it's contradicting, um, uh, reports on where he was shot. Some people said in the back. Some people said in the side. Some people said in the face. Some people said in the chest. So it's like contradicting. They have to. They're waiting for an autopsy. But he has been murdered. He testified against Amber Geiger last week, and this weekend he was murdered. So and there are no suspects. Uh, that was definitely a hit. He was executed, and I believe that. And I hope whoever, whether Dallas police, um, involved. Everybody that was involved in this young man's execution, I pray that they come to um, to the light and they be convicted to the fullest extent of the law. So, oh, you guys remember Ed Buck? Remember I talked about him a few years ago? Not a few, mm, a few months ago, a few episodes back. Let me get my stuff together. I talked about him. He's the guy out in California who gives a lot of money, donates a lot of money to uh, presidential gubernatorial mayoral candidates he's also a predator lots of black men have been um, found in his apartment with a drug overdose several died you know died at at his hands him providing all of his dope and drugs to these men these these gay um, men gay black men who when they, they come into contact with Ed Buck, they didn't leave him. They never left his home. They left in a body bag. So he's a predator of um, the LGBT community out in California. And so he has been um, indicted. And they are, um, I can't, I forgot the charges. I should have checked the charges before I jumped on here. But he is indicted. They put him in handcuffs, honey. They put him in a police car. And he had his head down. And I loved every moment of it I hope he gets life because the it was like threefold remember it, it had to be like four or five episodes back it was like it had to be like four or five men that never left his home with you know and so yeah I'm, I'm ecstatic about that just google Ed Buck um Los Angeles uh, uh political um donator and you'll find it 
what else has been happening since you and I have been apart, honey? Um, hmm. Y'all know it's going to be a New Jack City reboot. Uh, Wesley Snipes said he don't have nothing to do with it. So, in other words, he's not doing it. So, I don't know how they're going to do a New Jack City reboot. And Wesley Snipes is not a part of it. Uh, okay, I guess. Um, I just, with this whole, all this reboot stuff. And y'all know how I feel about that. Check out my episode on reboots and competition. Reboots, to me, just says, I have no creativity. My pen sucks. I can't write. I don't have, I, I can't create nothing new and fresh. Let me just go back to the 90s and the 80s, get something from back there and bring it back. Like, bruh, enough of the reboots. Enough, they about to bring back Punky Brewster. Have y'all heard about that? They about to reboot Punky Brewster. Everybody's involved. Well, y'all know the guy, the older white guy, He's he, he was old when Punky Brewster was on. So he's dead, long dead now. But uh, Soleil Moonfrog, I guess that's her name. And then the black girl, Sherry Johnson, that was her best friend. They, they're going to be all grown up. They're married. Da, da, da. They're just doing like um, Full House did. Fuller House did. Everybody's grown up and married, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm like, even that. Like, why are you bringing Punky Brewster back? Stop it. Cut it out. But anyway, it's just, I just, I hate reboots. It's stupid. It just shows me that you have no, comp- you just have no creativity. And so for all my creative people out there, all of my people that write short films, uh, full feature films, do videography, et cetera, et cetera. Get, launch, launch your products. Because Hollywood sucks. Hollywood, they dead, tired, they whack. Launch your stuff. Find yourself. You Listen, do, do like, um, what's that girl name? I can't think of her name. Uh, awkward black girl, her. Do like she did. She turned YouTube into her own movie studio. And she just launched all of her work from YouTube. And then look at her. HBO came a-calling, you know, and now she's doing films and movies and all this stuff. So I would say film your short films, film your feature films, film your plays, film them, and make YouTube your distribution center. And put your work on YouTube and then let the major house major movie houses come and search seek, search mm, seek you out create your own film festival if you have if you're a short film writer write your short film create do it online but baby you can create your own um netflix baby get you a website request short film writers to submit their short films to you and let people say hey this is a short film uh, streaming site, you can $3.99, $4.99, $5.99, whatever. Like, just just put it out there. Just put put it out there. Don't, because like I said, L.A. is whack. They tired. They 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 boo. Do you, it's, it's, mm, I, I'm going to get my words, to, I'm tight tongue right now. Just, just release your stuff. Just, I, re- I don't, at the top of the year, I really had a passion for doing shorts, short films, they just say short. They say shorts for for short. <laughs> I just, I don't have a passion to do that anymore. Like, I'm not interested in trying to write no film and all that. Write no movie. I'm just not interested. But if you are passionate about that, don't wait for HBO or nobody to call you. Put your stuff up on YouTube. Create your own Netflix. Create your own whatever you want to create. Create your own. There's so many opportunities out there. Um, use your iPhone. 
since iPhone 11 got all these cameras, use your iPhone 11 to create your film. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Anyway, I digress. What else have I been going through doing these last 30 days? Well, I've been, oh, y'all, I've been working out. Now, I've been consistent. Remember I was saying I'll be on, work out three days, be off for two weeks, work out a day, don't go back for the I'm on again. I've been doing HIT, H-I-T-T. I think it's H-I, whatever it is, HIT exercises these last week. And it is working, honey. I'm getting this. I'm getting a six-pack for my 46th birthday. That's my goal and my aim. I'm turned 46 in March. And I'm going to have a six to the pack, honey. I'm going to be fierce, fly, and foy. On my 46th birthday. I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing, but shorty gonna be mm, shorty gonna be a movie. I'm gonna be a whole movie when you see me. <sighs> but anywho, I've been doing hit exercises and it's been really working. I'm gonna get my heart rate up, y'all. And then I go from the hit. I don't do a long hit program. I do anywhere from seven to nine to ten minute hit program three days a week. Then I jump right on weights and I go heavy. And it's really working. Like, I'm, I'm, um, it's really working. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stick to this. Uh, now, eating. I'm, I, <laughs> y'all don't love to eat, Jesus. Eating is what gets me in trouble because I love sugar. So, sugar is, I'm gonna get, I'm getting better though. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm having a six pack for March, in March. My birthday's in March. I'm gonna have that six pack, but I gotta do better with this sugar thing. Whoo, child. Anyway. Moving on. What else has been going on with me for these last 30 days? Honey, I've lost some friends and I've haven't gained any friends, but I've certainly lost some friends. But I don't funny enough, I don't care. Like I <laughs> I'm not like weeping like, oh, we ain't friends no more. I don't like like look. Sugar fly, I don't really fool I don't fool with you no more. I love you. I don't I, I'm a I mm, let me get together. I don't fool with you. I love you, but stay over there. And that's just what it is. Like, I don't have time, honey. I just, I don't, I'm not booked and busy, but I just don't have time to try to, I ain't try, if I kind of try to make the friendship work, I'm just, I'm not interested, boo. I'm not, I'm interested in organic, magnetic friendships. If it ain't organic and magnetic, I'm not interested. Move on, boo. Love you. I want nothing but the best for you. I cover you in prayer all the time. Uh, not all the time, that's a lie. I cover you in prayer. May you, may you do and live out all that God has planned for you. But boo, <laughs> I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not. So, you know, I've lost some friends. But like I said, I ain't. Anyway, I can't say I've gained any friends. I'm not really, mm, I'm not really interested in gaining any friends. I want to know Ortania more. I want to know me more. I want to be more clear on who I am and what I want and what I desire. And then, you know, if friendships come out of that, cool. If they don't, cool. Either way, I'm cool. Um, what else, man? Um, what else has been going on? I think that's pretty much it. I haven't done any mm, shopping for the Christmas holidays. I have not started. I mean, it's October, but I have not started. I won't be going home for Christmas. 
No, I'm going to stay up here for Christmas. I'm going to be with my uh, pastor, uh, pastor's family for Christmas. That's where I'll be this, this year. Um, my pastor's wife, my pastor, their children and their children's spouses and their grandchildren. And that's where I'll be for Christmas this year. I'm looking forward to it. It's always a good time at their home. Um, Thanksgiving. I'm going one of two places. I haven't decided which. I'm either going to Oklahoma City to see my um, niece and nephew, along with my sister, or I'm going to North Fayetteville, North Carolina, to see my two nieces and my great nephew, my great niece. I haven't decided which one. I'm saving home, home, Alabama home for March of next year. My baby brother is turning 40, and he's having a 40th birthday bash. And so I'm going to be going to see to kick it with him and my family for his birthday. And uh, yeah, but I haven't started. Like I said, I haven't done any Christmas shopping. Um, we'll see what happens with that. And that's pretty much it, y'all. I don't want to be long and drawn out. It's already been 20-something minutes. I just wanted to recap. I just wanted to just reconnect with y'all. And I'm going to try to get back y'all here every every Sunday like I've been doing. So we can keep kicking it, kicking it, kicking it. Um, love you guys. And like I always say, I want to see you in heaven with me. And I'm out.